Welcome to the Styano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Styano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specializing in breast and body contouring. Instagram, has anyone got any sound? I mean, I've got this big thing here for the Facebook. Listen, Instagram, I have done this before, and it's only it normally works really well, and it's normally seamless. Wendy, good to see you, Wendy. Wave back at you. Uh, this is the pro. Uh, social media influencer here who's been on Facebook for 20 minutes and there is no Wendy you, you can't request to be in my video Wendy no you you just sent me a request to be in my video oh look there's questions here wait a minute oh god I'm losing control I'm, I'm losing control I hold on I have oh my god what is gone on on the chat here oh my god no sound we can't hear you can't hear you, but now we've got sound, have we? At the last minute, I decided to cancel it. Wait, hold on a minute. Uh, Stuart, Stuart, I can't, we can't. We... Have now. Is there sound? Is there sound now? 212. Is there sound? I, I came here because Facebook. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, this is. I'll tell you something. I don't know if I can do this again. I need an assistant to do this. How Have you got sound now? Start from the beginning. What, what was I saying at the beginning? Oh, the thigh lift thing I was saying, wasn't I? Um, well, look, Neve's asked a question on Instagram now. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'll tell you what, people. It is not easy being a social media influencer at all. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure if I'm cut out for it. I'll be totally honest with you. Um, anyway. I'm a professional, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to, the show, I'm just going to carry on. I'm going on. I'm just going to, right. I'll, so, Neve, I'm doing Neve's question on Facebook. Then I'm going to talk about Olivia's thighs and then Joe's competitive mummy makeover. So, Neve, how long after a breast augmentation do you have to wait to go to a bigger size? And would it be the same price as last time? Oh, my God, Neve. Can't you see I'm having a stressful time and you ask me a stressful question like that? Oh, man alive, Neve! What are you saying? You don't know what you're saying. What's this? Go live with... Oh, God. Hold on a minute. Um, Neve, just don't even think about it is my answer to that question. I'm not even going to answer the question. Don't even think about it, Neve. You, when we choose implants, we choose them for a reason. Width, profile. If you go bigger, you go different. So a lot of people say, look, I'm really happy with them, but I wish they'd be a bit bigger. And a lot of people say that, but if they're bigger, they're either wider or they're fuller. They'll be different. They'll be a di different shape. So my number one answer to that question, Neve, is don't do it. Have a word with yourself. You're young. You got a good result and live with it and accept it. For other people, I'll answer the question for other people. So for someone else who was asking that question, um, 
you know, if you had to have another operation, you'd probably wait, wait about three to six months. Uh, is it the same price as last time? Well, they have a revision policy, the hospitals, but if it's just purely sized, that revision policy won't be covered. So you will pay have to pay hospital costs. It won't be the same price as last time. It'll be less than last time, but it will be still a lot. And the main thing is I don't think it's the right thing to do, Neve. Please, that you know, don't do it. Don't don't go bigger. Stay where you are. Okay, I'll think about it. Thank you. Thank you, Neve. Just, you know, especially at this time when I'm getting all the technical problems, but really, Neve. Is it possible? Oh, God, what? Is it possible? Oh, I've got another one. Is it possible? Oh, I've got questions on Instagram. Look at this. Is it possible to go from a very flat A cup to a double C? A double C? A double C? Double C? What's double C? That's Victoria's Secret, isn't it? I think you double C. Not many people do double C. Um, um, so anyway, but in, in principle, A to a double C, uh, in principle, I guess, the thing that I always say to people, um, is that um, I can't guarantee the final cup size. So uh, that sounds reasonable what you've said. But what we do is we give you sizes. We've got sizes in the clinic to get an idea of volume because cup size is different between different makes. I mean, many makes don't even make a double C. That's it. That's I think that's Victoria's Secret, is it? Um, uh, not many makes do a double C. They usually go C and then they start the doubles at D. But um, um, but um, yeah. So many. So yeah, cup size is unpredictable. So it's hard to say you're going to be a double C. If someone says I've got to be a double C, I'm not going to be happy if I'm a single C or if I'm a D. I won't be happy. I've got to be a double C. I'll be like, look, I cannot guarantee that. I can guarantee that if you like the 250 cc size, or we can put an implant in of around 250 ccs, and we can get the shape and the profile. The shape's the important thing. Took a free. Took a free. The shape is the important thing. It's not so much the size. It's the shape you've got to be. Um, focusing on rather than size. Everybody focuses on size, but I would encourage you to focus on shape rather than size. But then in principle, that sounds like a reasonable thing, but you could never have a guarantee that you'd be that size. So, um, so, the, so the, Olivia, the thigh lift question, what I was saying, Olivia, was um, yes, you should walk. You're asking about how you can walk after a thigh lift. Yes, you can walk after a thigh lift. And I'd encourage you to walk after a thigh lift because you don't get a DVT, clots in your legs, they can fly up into your lungs. Happens after any surgery because you're immobile. Um, and so um, you can walk after a thigh lift. You will feel a bit uncomfortable in your thighs. We're not going to make you move, walk a lot, but we will get you from bed to chair and just when you're not walking, moving your ankles, moving your knees, moving your hips, moving your buttocks, just keeping everything moving around. And it's a bit like a tummy tuck. You'll be a bit stiff and uncomfortable and your thighs will feel tight, but you will be encouraged to move. That was Olivia's question. Um, oh, man alive, man alive. Where's my assistant? Then we had Joe. So Joe's, I think it was Joe was after. And then we've got Rebecca is here. Um, hi JJ, if I were to have a money makeover, do you, oh that's right, competitive finances. <laughs> so, um, do we do competitive That's That's classic, isn't it? That's just what we need. Come on, just finish me off, why don't you? Have the dog come in. Oh my god, right. Um, 
Uh, yes, yeah, so yes, we do. We do not percent finance, uh, or the hostels do not percent finance. And actually, in this country, fi- uh, uh, there is competitive finance to be had from banks. To be honest with you, um, so it's the comp- there is competitive finance to to be had. But I think what you're saying, because you're saying, can I? I'm having a mummy makeover. Um, I was hoping to get surgery cheaper abroad, but I'm impatient. Um, um, so um, they, uh, oh God, they're fighting. Um, so can you get, you can probably get surgery cheaper. I'm going to just push on. I hope it doesn't, I'm assuming you can't hear that. So yes, you can get surgery cheaper abroad, uh, Joe is the answer and uh you um we so in terms of price i don't think i don't know for fact but i don't think we're very competitive on price when you compare us with uh overseas places and uh it is something you have to look at and i do must say that one of the questions i've got if, if i get to the well i will do the questions i will do the questions is about having someone from abroad wanting to come here for surgery and it works both ways i say to people i wouldn't encourage people from abroad to come here and i wouldn't people encourage people from here to go abroad unless there's a reason there's not a surgeon locally who can do it i mean if you're in uh, I had a patient who was in uh, Georgia and said that the local surgeons, everyone goes to America or UK and there wasn't any good local surgeons. So I'm like, all right, okay, I'm sure. I don't want to disrespect Georgian surgeons. I'm sure there are good ones, but that's what he said. Um, so if there's, a, if there's a local surgeon, I would encourage you to go locally because if you have any problems, if you have any niggles, you have to go back to, have you said a country? You haven't said a country. You have to go back to that country uh, and you often, or I, don't, I mean, I don't know, but you've got to check that you'll see the surgeon and speak to the surgeon if you have any issues and what have you. I see quite a lot of people who want to have aftercare with me having had surgery abroad and that doesn't really work. We don't really just do aftercare. It's a, it's a whole package in the UK. We look after you for life, you know, for many years to come. If there's any problems, you come to the clinic. So, um, but yes, competitive on price is something we, we try and be as competitive as you can. But um, I think I was saying the other day that I try and focus the clinic on service value aftercare rather than price. You can't really be competitive on everything. You have to, something has to give. And price often has to give in my practice because it's a service and the aftercare that I focus on because um, I've got a really professional setup, honestly. Nothing like what you can see here. It looks like I've got a nice clinic and everything. Um, anyway, God dear. God dear Lord. Right. Okay. So um, is anyone still there? I'm, I'm pushing on. Um so I've got all these can't hear you comments, which I think, um, we, and now it's not, ah, now it's scrolled. So um, I, have I missed questions? Can't hear you. Hasn't got any sound. Okay, we've passed that. Stuart from the beginning. No, start from the beginning. As Can hear you now. Can you start again? I have started again. Yes, but you're blurry. Oh, my God. Am I blurry? I can't do anything about the blurriness. You're doing a great job. Lockdown brain, yeah. We were all wondering if you're okay. I, well, I was okay a minute ago, but before I started this, I was okay. I was really happy with my decision to do double Facebook and Instagram, but goodness me. Um, right, Stuart's got a question there, and Instagram's got a question. Maybe I should do my separate times, these. Um, Stuart, how are you doing, Stuart? So you cancelled your surgery last minute. 
Good to see you, Stuart. Uh, odd quote, we were thinking about you the other week. Odd question, so I'm, you know, I've had three online consults with surgeons after the last few weeks about my 360. They are, they are said they want apart from one. They are said they want apart from one who suggested buttock implants. Thoughts, please. I thought it was a very odd suggestion for a man. They are said they want. Um, uh, yeah, I agree, Stuart. Uh, but some, there are some surgeons. There are a few surgeons who will give patients what they perceive the patient needs rather than what sort of the patient is asking for um, in terms. And it's often in sort of facial aesthetics. If someone goes wanting eyelids done or nose done or, you know, they'll say, you need upper and lower eyelids done. I'm not just doing the uppers. Or if you want your nose done, I'm doing your chin. Or you know, because you need it to balance your, your face. There's not many surgeons that are like that. But it sounds like this might be what sort of surgeon you're 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 dealing with. I think it is a very odd suggestion. Well, I think it's a very odd suggestion. Full stop. If you go requesting a 360 degree lift and he's saying you need buttock implants, I think that's an odd. I think it's odd to, to say you need something sort of outside of the area. I know it's in, in a sort of similar area, but that is a bit odd because if you have a complication with the buttock implants, you could rightfully be annoyed that like I didn't even want these in the first place but uh, and I also think it is odd uh, uh, suggesting buttock implants from Anne Stewart to be quite frank with you but it might be that he feels that your buttocks are lost well but you know it's a bit, it's a bit harsh um, saying that to be honest if that's not a problem that you've got so um, yeah doubly odd Stuart I'm, I concur with that and what I would say to you is it's good to get different opinions from different surgeons look for a surgeon you gel with you work you know that sounds like they're reasonable and if you don't think one's being very reasonable just you know we've all got our opinions all of it you know well as you can tell you know got our own views on things yeah, yeah. um right i'm gonna so to free possible see rebecca 1.7 meters and 68 kilograms this is instagram algorithm. Um, should I go 275 or 310? I have a small B. I will just, I will like just a decent C. That's a good question, Rebecca. I like that sort of question because a lot of people think I can answer that sort of question. And I get that question a lot, that question a lot online. Should I have the, what is it, the 275 or the 310? Oh, should I have, oh, no. Um, I'm this and I'm that. Right, Rebecca, nice question. Number one point is that it depends on the width, number one. And it may be that the width of the 275 and the 310 is quite similar. Um, so the width is crucial, uh, which you may not even know what your base width is. But though when, you're, when we're looking at choosing breast implants, the width is crucial. And number two thing is the profile. The profile is really, really critical. So if it's a 275 or a 310 within the same profile, it doesn't matter that much. So it doesn't matter that much. Um, so I wouldn't worry about it really at all. If it's a 275 or a 310 in different profiles, so, like, if it's a you know a, a two seven five uh, high profile or three ten um, um, low profile or you know if they if they're different profiles, then um, then that would make me question which one should you have because the profile one sticks out more than another and they give it a slightly different look and a slightly different shape. So, the profile is more important to choose than the size. So, what it usually comes down to is profile rather than size. So if you're trying to choose between profile or maybe shape is one round is one teardrop, you know, there is some differences there, not huge, but there are some differences there. But if they're within the same profile, I don't think it matters whether you go for a 275 or a 310, as long as the width is fitting your frame. 
and um, what you need to do is make sure you choose the right surgeon rather than worrying too much about the implant because I don't think you're going to be able to tell the difference between those two. If they if you decide on the three ten, they put in a two seven five. I don't think you're going to wake up and like oh you know you put the three you put the which one did I say that they just say wrong? You know you put the other one in. I don't think that's going to happen. I think you'll be happy with either of those, Rebecca. So it's the profile you got to look for, profile and so if you know it's a good surgeon and. Uh, don't worry too much between those two, as long as the width is right. Oh, took a free. How would you suggest dealing with anxiety for the consultation? And oh, I'll tell you about anxiety. What anxiety for doing talking online about stuff? Goodness me. Um, I have one book with you in all with me. Flipping it, all anxious about coming to see me. Oh my lord. Um, well, to agree, um, I won't be anxious. You can see, you can see what you're dealing with to go free. And uh, I'm doing online ones. If you want an online one, if you're anxious, we can talk on the phone. Um, uh, bring a friend. Yeah, bring a friend. That's a good way to deal with anxiety. Uh, I'm not going to do anything to agree. And if you don't want to be examined or stuff like that, we don't have to be, you don't have to do that. We can do that another day. Uh, but I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't, well, I don't know. I don't know how I deal with anxiety to, to agree. Um, but you can probably see that um, this guy is probably not anyone to be too anxious about. I'm terrified that my children are going to come in any minute. Um, yeah, don't worry about it to free. Bring a list of questions, bring a friend, you come along, have a cup of tea, we'll have a chat. That's all it is. If you don't, if you know, it's helpful if I can examine you, assuming I'll be allowed to get within a meter of people by then. Um, it'll be helpful if I can examine you because I can talk to you better, show you some photos. There's no pressure when you come for a consultation. In fact, we don't, some people say, like, I want to book, like, we'd rather you didn't book. You know, you can go away and have a think about it, come back another time as often as you want. So don't be anxious about it. I bet if you, you'll have it and you'll think, what was that all about? What was I anxious about? I mean, we just have it's just like this, basically, but a lot more professional. Um, oh, God. What's that? Oh, God. My screen's gone. Uh, right. I'm going to go over to face. I'm going to alternate. OK, people, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it fair. So I'm going to alternate because I, I can't work. That's quite, so Zoe on Facebook. So Instagram people, Zoe on Facebook. Hi, Zoe. Is there a such is there such a surgery as a 180? I lost one. Eight, I lost eight stone and I had a full tummy tuck. But think I'd have got a better result with a 360 as a back area stroke, hip, stroke hips is wobbly. So could this be done as a 180? Nice. I hate what you're saying. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you could. Um, I, it, we don't call it a 180. Um, so what you're basically saying is like a stage 360. So having the front and then having the back done later. I've got to be honest with you, Zoe. Most people don't need uh, a, a full skin excision around the back. And often liposuction might help those areas so liposuction might be more of an option than actually going ahead and having a sort of skin excision around the back um in principle it could be done you and it would not be unreasonable to sort of stage it i guess do a tummy tuck and then do a back lift or you know back back backy backy tuck tummy, tummy tuck anyway um yeah wow 180 is probably a better name for it um but in principle yes but usually it'll probably be a, uh, i would have thought liposuction for most people and that unless you've got i mean eight got eight stone wow eight stone well done you but you look like a new woman so um yeah in principle yes but uh often tummy often uh, lipo would help with that um 
So what's going on on the um, Instagram? Is it, is it still going on? Uh, no, you're not blurry. Thanks, Wendy. On Instagram, it's clear and can hear you. Oh, God. So Instagram is doing well. And it's on my little phone here. Look at that. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, uh, on, um, should I? I've done that one. I'm going to wave at people. It's nice, waving. Send you a request. All these people send you requests. No, you can't. What, what, what are you? I mean, you want to come in, Wendy? And you, should I let people join the what, live? That's what I did the other day. I did a joint. I did a joint live thing, but I don't know. I get. I mean, I guess you can come if you want. But I was so anxious, nervous, everything. You and Vicky helped me so much to relax. There you go, Snap Blog. We helped Snap Blog to relax. Thank you. We will help you to relax if you come for the clinic. It will be fine, and I hope it won't be too stressful for you. Is a tummy tuck, mini arm lift, and neck lift doable all in one go, please? Uh, is a tummy tuck, mini arm lift, and neck lift in one go? Doable. This is Kim and family on Instagram, everybody. <laughs> should I? I should do a poll. Should I separate the Instagram and Facebook in the future? Because this is, is this... Is this a good thing to do? I don't know. Maybe I'll do it. Anyway. Um, doable. Yeah, it is, Kim. Um, especially since it works. Well, I don't know what a mini arm lift is. I guess it's a bit of a less of a full arm lift. Um, doable, yes, but quite a lot. And it's uh, and it's always difficult in difficult, different areas. Your tummy tuck's probably going to be your main one that's going to be uncomfortable. Um, and your, um, uh, but you know, your tummy and your arms and your neck, oh, flipping heck, you know, that's going to be quite uncomfortable. I would have thought, Kim, it is doable if you have, you know, if you feel like you only want one operation and the neck and the arm doesn't sound like a big thing, but it's, you know, I would think about it if I were you. Um, hold on a minute. Are you live? on insta are you live on insta as well as facebook not great quality on off blurry and freezing screen well apparently it's great it's all right on instagram apparently instagram's all right oh here we go uh did it by mistake okay wendy you didn't want to be on incision just in armpit i was told yeah okay okay cheeky chops waving right at you there um sorry about that olivia if it's if it's blurry and and stuff um still here i'm here must be like what it sounds like when i answer my work phone yeah nice <laughs> so a bit of, right jake hello mr stiano have you spoken about explants no i haven't spoken about explants was that a question? Yes, it is a question. It is a question, Jake. Shall I do that now? I'll do that now. I'll do the, I'll do the, I'll do the, um, I'll do the explants one, Jake. Thanks for that. Oh no, the first question was, oh, you know what? I didn't put the thing up. Oh dear. I'm going to wave at someone. Um, so first question was about what was it about 
update on when procedures will start again. This is a lot of people who are booked in for surgery, um, are booked in for surgery saying that they um, are wondering when the surgery is going to get done. We're getting quite a lot of, uh, of inquiries about that. And I'm sorry if I haven't communicated much. I feel bad if I haven't communicated to you. But the problem is I've sort of... I'm guided day by day with what the um, what the government are telling us, and I, I don't really know. <laughs> right, I'm just gonna, it's okay. Instagram people don't, you know, Instagram is a lot easier, isn't it? It's all right. Okay, there you go. I've got all this fancy pants stuff on Facebook. Just going to get rid of that off the screen so I can get my questions on. Um, yep. Okay. No problem. It's not working. Um, you know, I know as much as you do, so but I guess I should really communicate more, I guess. So I shouldn't be verbalising this in public, perhaps, but um, I will give you an update on where we are in terms of surgery. So um, we know as much as you do. We heard of what we what was said on the uh, by, by Boris Johnson the other day, and we um, are planning for, well, you know what? On paper, I guess I could do consultations now, but I'd have to socially distance myself and it'll make it a little bit awkward doing examination. So um, what we're planning is, I think surgery in the clinic, in my clinic, in the, in, in, uh, the local anaesthetic cases will be done before the um, GA cases and we're looking for mid-July, we're booking. Now, some of my colleagues are looking at June but June's next month, not month. So we're we're saying mid-July. We had a discussion about this today, and we're going to book people for mid-July in terms of local anaesthetic surgery at the clinic because that's something I've got control over. Um, in terms of GA cases, uh, which are done at the hospital, breast augmentations, tummy tucks, etc., I think that is going to be um, maybe August is what I'm. I, I, we we are sort of um, uh, proposing. I think we're all guided by what happens with um, with the numbers and the R, you know, the R number. But uh, that's what that's what we're working on. Um, and there's obviously going to be a backlog, so the people who are booked already, we're going to have to do first, and then we're still getting quite a lot of inquiries, so we're going to have to deal with uh, them. And I'm I'm personally. Um, going to do more lists, more clinics, more operating in order to get rid of the backlog. And I hope that the hospitals will help to extend the operating lists so that we can treat people who have been waiting a long time, particularly people who've been, wait who've been booked already and have been postponed. I'm hoping that they will extend into evenings and maybe perhaps do weekends just so that we can, you know, I think everyone is keen to have, so, well, not everyone, obviously some people have got financial problems, but if you haven't got financial problems, I think people want to have it done now, especially if they're um, not working quite as much, they want to get their, their surgery done that they've had booked for quite some time. So um, we are keen to get as many cases done as we possibly can, as quickly as we can. And I am champing at the bit, to be quite honest with you. I would do it tomorrow if I could, but uh, it's the meter thing. Big like instruments on you know but that's where we're at that's where we're at what's going on what's going on on the chat i've got you on insta on phone facebook on ipad everyone should join instagram 
there's a delay. I've swapped from Facebook to Instagram, freezing for me on here too. Okay. Hi, Jay. When you can, when can I rebook for consultation or treatment? It's Shazia, the one with multiple scalp cysts and one clavicle lymphoma. Wanted lipo, but I'll leave that for now. Um, consultation, Shazia, you can have a chat on the phone, type consultation right now. Well, tomorrow. Um, but uh, in-person consultations are probably going to be, well, we're, we're planning for mid-June, uh, mid, sorry, mid-July. We're planning for, well, we're actually planning for minor ops in mid-July. And I'm sort of lumping consultations in with that because I think I'll do virtual consultations while I'm doing them now until then. And the consultations in the clinic, I probably need to get close to people. And we need that social distancing um, issue to be um, relaxed before we can get close to people. So we we're planning for mid-July. As I say, some of my colleagues are planning for June. Um, and if it's June, then great. Then we can bring everyone forward. But, I, you know, that's what we're doing in mid-July. August for surgery, yes, for... for, um, for um, how do you do that wave? Everyone's waving. For uh, for um, for GA right? It's going well, isn't it? Um, right. I can. Oh, still on. I can hear you. Keeps freezing. Start the right. Zoe one eighty. Stuart, thank you. I've been ill with COVID, but on the mend now. Oh, Stuart. Dear, oh dear, because you were going to have your surgery, weren't you? So, dear, I'm glad you're better. Um, maybe you're immune now, you know. Um, yeah, Stuart, glad you're okay. Uh, there's a lot of it about. Uh, are you live on Insta as well as Facebook? Not okay. Yeah, yeah, I am Olivia, but yeah, no, I don't know. I um, I've done that. Right, freezing. Oh gosh. There's a delay between one odd thing. I'm sticking with Facebook. Thank you. Yes, I was planning lipo, but wondered if that was a better option. Zoe, uh, that being the 180 thing. Yeah, I think I think lipo is better, Zoe. I think lipo is better probably than the 180 round the back excision. I'd probably go with lipo, to be honest with you. Um, no bum. Um, Ten stone. Look at that. It's ten stone. Stuart's lost ten stone. Big up yourself, Stuart. Uh, cheeky chops. Cheeky chops. Could you have upper eyes done under local? Yes, you could. Cheeky chops. You could. In fact, it's normally done under local. It's a, it's 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 standard to do it under local, and it's done um, in the clinic, and it's a great procedure. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Lower eyelids, less so. Less, lower eyelids is often a bit more in, uh, invasive sort of thing and needs um, uh, needs uh, local sedation. Also, do you do buckle fat removal? Now, first of all, cheeky chops, full disclosure, I don't do this stuff. I don't do facial aesthetics. Um, we've got someone at the clinic called Kuram Khan who does, um, but I don't do it. But uh, do you do, so we do, uh, he does buckle fat removal, yes. Uh, yes, buckle fat, I'd like to know. Yes, uh, but it's a lot, slightly more invasive. And I think that would probably be something that would be done more under a local with sedation slash general anaesthetic. But certainly lower eye, um, upper eyelids is a local anaesthetic case. Um, when you're getting into the buckle fat pad um, and removing fat and things like that, I think that's probably going to be more of a um, local sedation slash general anaesthetic type situation. 
what BMI range do you work with? I work with all BMI range, Kim. Um, the normal thing that we'd say to people who are thinking of having surgery is a BMI of 30 is where the studies have said you're probably better getting to uh, if you're going to have some kind of body contouring surgery. So BMI 30 is the sort of standard uh, BMI. And if you can get your BMI below 30, then that's going to, broadly speaking, improve your uh, results. But you need to be comfortable with your weight and stable with your weight. So if you're not comfortable with your weight and your BMI is 30 and you still want to lose weight, then carry on losing. If you are oh, 32, if you are um, have sometimes particularly people have a massive weight loss, have gone from BMI like 42 to 32 sort of thing, then, um, you know, sometimes we do do surgery with people who've got BMI above 30 because they're comfortable and they're happy with their weight and they don't want to lose any more weight and particularly they've lost a lot of weight. But broadly speaking, a BMI of 30 is where you really want to get to. There's nothing magical about 30. It's just that when they've done a lot of studies, they uh, BMI of 30 is what they've looked at. So, yeah, 30 is sort of the ballpark figure, but it's not written in stone. Um, uh, seems okay on Facebook for Cara and Tracy okay on Facebook for me too. There you go. Awesome. Cara, you're doing, yes, doing well if your mind can cope with Instagram and Facebook response at the same time. Get you. But Cara, I'm clearly not doing very well because I'm clearly not coping with it very well. I thought it was a good idea about an hour ago. I'm, I don't know. So history will, history will judge, but I, um, I'm not feeling like it's very well controlled, but, um, you know, it's where it is, where it is. To be honest with you, I didn't think anyone would be on Instagram. I'll be totally honest with you. I'll be, I'll be completely honest. I didn't think anyone would be on Instagram. I'm surprised at how many people are on Instagram. I did this Instagram live thing yesterday, and I, I got and I googled how you do an Instagram live, and I think I got a time limit on Instagram live. So I don't know if it's going to cut out or what. What's been decided with Vicky, Vicky's Botox? Oh God, sorry. Report comment. No, I don't know. Oh, hide. Oh God, what have I done? Yeah. Um, what's been decided with Vicky's? Yeah, Vicky does a Botox clinic. It's done. It's on. It's happening. Well, it's not, is it? Because of the lockdown but it was before yeah vicky does botox um Kurum does botox so yeah we do botox uh at z clinic so yeah vicky's really keen um uh stuart my bit of advice to those wanting multiple surgery in one go don't get over one at a time you heard it from stuart okay stuart says don't do it one at a time nice one stuart that's, you know that's right from the Right from the horse's mouth. Now, Pip says, sorry, uh, work ran over. Pip, you're a lucky girl because it was a, tr a minute ago. It was an absolute disaster. It looks slick now. I know. Hard to believe, but it was a shambles. I mean, half an hour ago, but we're, we're, we're rocking now. Um, what we're doing, we're doing a fa Facebook and Instagram. I'm doing the double. Um, that's how I roll. Tracy, oh, here we go. Tracy, I know. Don't, Tracy, don't. Should have had my tummy tuck on Monday. Tracy, do you know what, Tracy? Everyone's still in my diary. They're all still. Oh, that's a point. I hope you're not getting. Oh, God. Are you getting emails saying 
Oh, I better check. But anyway, yeah, everyone, no, you won't. Of course you won't. Anyway, everyone's still in my diary, Tracy, so I can see all the operations that I've got books, and I'm like, oh, my God, I was supposed to be operating today. Anyway, what can you do, Tracy? What can you do? We are just, I'm hoping we're over the peak, you know, that's what they're saying, isn't it? So it seems to, and certainly talking to people in the NHS, I'm hoping things are starting getting to be more, you know, dealing with normal elective cases, starting coming back in and some degree of normality coming back in. Bless you, so chuffed having both favourite. I am chuffed, but I am, uh, I feel I'm not doing a, not coping that well. But anyway, um, I'm pushing on. I am pushing on. Tracy, so Tracy, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it too. I am feeling it, girl. Stuart, can't wait for things to get back to normal. I need this body sorting. I need, yeah, I, I agree. I can't wait for it to get normal. I think you and many other people. Um, Terry, can't wait till I can finally see you. Terry, Terry, you know I do video. I don't know if you know this, Terry, but I do video consultations. I mean, not that there are any, uh, just so you can, you know, but yeah. But it's probably going to be mid, what did I say, July. Yeah, because June's next month, mid-July, Terry. But you know you can keep in touch with emails and, you know, phone calls or video consultations. But yeah, mid-July, probably before face-to-face, -face, Terry. And I hope you're well. I hope your car's doing all right. Um, I can hear you okay. Yeah, I know, Pip. It, it was all gone. It all went wrong a minute ago. Um, hold on a minute. What's going on? It was Stuart. Stuart had a letter. Stuart, what happened with Stuart? You see, he had a letter from Sheffield Hallam Hospital saying they were looking at all cases over the next few weeks and rebooking dates. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Olivia, missed most of that answer about surgery update. You keep freezing. Um, okay, Olivia, surgery update mid July for local anaesthetics, August for general anaesthetics. Totally and utterly uh, what we are hoping. No. You know, we haven't got any sort of um, guarantee. We, I think we're, we're listening to the government and their R value, etc. Uh, I can hear you. Shall I book for August tomorrow then? Um, the problem with the August one, Olivia, is that that's the, based on the hospital. And the ho we are releasing dates for the clinic for mid-July as of this week. But the hospitals haven't released any dates. So the August thing is just what we are being told but we haven't actually released slot we needed to get theater slots so we have i have my own theater slots in in the theaters but they haven't said i can have the slots in august so they haven't so you can't book a date for august tomorrow olivia so um but you know donatella donatella did i hear you say maybe july for my yes donatella minor ops mid-july is where we're booking and it you know as i said donatella well i don't know if you're here but some people are some of my colleagues are booking june but we're going for um mid-july and if it is brought forward great if not then hey ho cheeky chops oh god i keep on clicking on it oh god don't even report it what is a ballpark figure roughly for an upper eyelid surgery under local i'm very tempted cheeky chops i've got no idea Ballpark figure for an upper eyelid surgery. God, I don't know. £2,000? I'm guessing. I shouldn't guess, should I? I've got no idea, Cheeky Chops. Email 
or get on the website and there's a request a price thing and we'll send you prices but i've got no idea oh look richard head that's a good name i was thinking penis enlarged widely nine inches what do you think that's a good one that's a good one uh go for it rich go for it might have you rich right um well done stuart life-changing but then the plastic surgery becomes addictive no no just have what you need emma garner can implants slip when behind the muscle slip what do you mean slip um move they can certainly move when they're behind the muscle yeah um they can move up and sideways i don't think my slip can you expand on that emma um not sure uh tell me i've had about five surgeries now lol. yeah but stuart you lost 10 stone in weight so it's not like it's addictive it's it's you probably needed it um i saw you on instagram yesterday it was great you were so excitable that's what started this olivia that's what made me do the instagram live because i did a i did a split screen one yesterday was it yesterday god was it yesterday um yeah well olivia i was talking about my my um helping other doctors you know it's quite a it's a thing that i do botox by a dark gun two meters apart that is something that we could look at uh stuart we could look at that um no not getting no olivia i'm not sending out emails um that's what i was saying maybe i should um bobby jane hewison if you expire and remove the capsule too could you have implants again right actually that's one of my questions that's one of my questions. I'm going to that question, Bobby Jane. Is that my second question? Yeah. Bobby Jane, I'm going to my question. Olivia, you request to be in your live video. You don't want to be in my light. That'll make you come on screen like I was yesterday. Um, so where's that? Here we go. I hope this email finds you well. I had a breast augmentation in April 2013. Following this, I feel I have always had issues with my left breast and have been experiencing on and off pain in it for a while. I've also read about the small but worrying risk of BIALCL, sorry, BIAALCL, which stands for breast implant illness, um, oh, breast implant associated anaplastic large cell lymphoma, BIAALCL. Uh, therefore, I've come to the decision that I really like my implants removed and a total cancerectomy. So, um, so yeah, this is a patient who's got pain on and off for a while and is uh, worried about ALCL. Um, ALCL is a very rare cancer and it is associated with a lump or a swelling in the breast. And if you are worried about it, then you should get your breast checked out by all means. But if there is no evidence of ALCL and no evidence of a lump or a swelling, you don't need to have your implants removed. Now, having said that, if you feel like you want to have your implants removed, absolutely, it is your um, right or you know your you know, decision to have your implants removed. That's absolutely fine. No problem at all. You can have your implants removed. Now, the only thing that I would... Uh, have a slight question on and a bit like this question that said if you have an expert remove the capsules can you have implants again is whether you remove the capsules that is a bit of a, a question as what you do with the capsule if you're going to remove the implant because normally if you just remove the implants you say you know what i don't want my implants anymore you just remove the implants that's quite an easy operation to do because you just remove the implants you push it out you probably don't need to do much to the capsule at all um if you are worried about a problem uh, the capsule causing a problem in terms of BIAALCL, and the other one is breast implant illness, people often want their capsule removed. And the capsule can be actually quite difficult to remove if it's not hard. That's a paradox. Normally removing a capsule when you have a cap 
when you have a capsular contracture, which is a really rock hard capsule and it's really hard and it's you have to sort of chisel it out. Actually, when it's really soft and it's sort of integrated with the tissues, it can be really hard to do a total capsulectomy. And you don't need a total capsulectomy. There's nothing wrong with your capsule. You don't need a total capsulectomy. So I think this is a discussion we'd have to have because it might be quite hard to do a total capsulectomy. It might cause some problems doing a total capsulectomy in terms of the bleeding and in terms of removing some breast tissue because it's hard to differentiate capsule from the breast tissue. And so that might cause some issues. So that's a discussion we'd have to have because you don't absolutely need to have your capsules removed if you're having a total capsulectomy. But back to this question here saying, um, if you explant and remove the capsules too, can you have implants again? Absolutely, yeah, 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 you can have implants again, no problem at all. And that's an operation, a capsulectomy and implant replacement. Perfectly fine to do an explant and replace the capsule. Donatella, I need to see you in clinic mid-July. Yes, Donatella, yes, mid-July it is. Give us a ring. Give us a ring. Nicola is answering the phones. So give us a ring. We'll sort it out. And as I say, she's looking at dates. She's looking at putting in dates as we speak. Well, maybe not as we speak, but in, in the day she is. Uh, Pip, do you, but we can't guarantee it, Donatella. I've got to tell you, we can't guarantee it. Because if the government say, you you know, we're going to lock ourselves down because the spike's gone up again and it's all gone wrong, then we'll have to cancel. So we're, we're booking people in provisionally and saying, look, we're just giving you some dates because we all need to try and get something, you know, to, to, to focus on. But, um, yeah, we cannot guarantee it. Pip, do you tend to use a capsule to support an uplift with implants? Or if you discover a capsulectomy, can you then not use it? Um, so if you do a capsulectomy, then you cannot use it. Uh, if you do, you tend to use a capsule to support an uplift. So if you're so I'm assuming, Pip, you're saying that someone's got implants already. So you're doing an uplift in implants an uplift and change of implants. So if you're doing an uplift and change of implants, no, I wouldn't use a capsule to, to. Um, I mean, what would you support because you're putting your implant in? Um, or are you doing a removal of implants? Yeah, no, I wouldn't, uh, Pip. I don't know how you'd use the capsule if you're putting a new implant in. Um, either you'd remove all of the capsule or if you're leaving any capsule behind, you'd put the implant in the pocket, which is surrounded by the old capsule. So you can either do a capsulectomy, which means removing the implant or a capsulotomy, which, which means making scoring the capsule to allow the new implant to sit in there. But either way, the capsule would still be around the old implant. So you couldn't use it to support anything. Now, if you're doing, you can, the capsule can be used to support things and to use as slings in certain circumstances, but in that circumstance, I don't think it would be useful if you're doing a change of implants and a lift. I can't see how you use the capsule to um, support that personally. I get the impression someone said that they would, so but I, I can't see how you do that. Um, Natty's joined. Do you rate fat transfer to breast or is it not worth it? I do rate it, Kim, and I've just uploaded a, um, a video on YouTube. So join me on YouTube. That's what I'm talking about. This this guy is, you know, everywhere. He's on YouTube. He's on Instagram. He's on Facebook. Um, but actually, you know, having said that, the YouTube thing that I uploaded today was from the Facebook from last week. I mean, yeah, I'm thinking about it. But anyway, yes, I do rate that transfer to the breast. But I do it just for small areas, uh, volume discrepancies, um, uh, asymmetries rippling over implants and things i don't rate it as a breast augmentation technique personally 
uh, it, I can't get enough volume to significantly increase the volume of the breast and it's quite expensive. So I think if you're using the volume increase you want, I think implants are still the gold standard, although on paper fat transfer does sound good. But I think, um, um, I think fat transfer is a good technique, but not for pure augmentation. Your comment got deleted. How did it get deleted? It wasn't me, was it? Sorry if I deleted it. Not, not knowingly. Not guilty, Your Honor. Um, oh God. Um, precious is clapping. Sorry, says Emma. What a drop. What was a drop? It's talking about our muscles and uh, implants under the metal. Uh, can implants? Can implants? Um, drop when behind the muscle slip oh i see drop yes they can uh, emma uh implants drop wherever they are so implants start high and then settle and they always uh, and they always do drop um one of the risks of putting implants under the muscle is they can stay high but that's a risk it doesn't normally normally they, they drop so they um so they yeah so implants do drop behind the muscle yeah yeah so don't worry if they feel like they're up here especially if it's in the first few months after surgery um do you oh, I keep on clicking on it do you do oh do you do the b light implants that are lighter yes we do we do do the b light implants that are lighter um and they are i think there's been a couple of significant improvements or 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 um uh, changes in implants and I think the b light is one of them I think polyurethane is another and potentially if they're bringing out conical implants if that's going to happen that's another um, but yes b light implants are lighter they're quite expensive um, um, but uh, and we do we do do them at the clinic um, oh God, it's all I had aquilix injection for fat melting which worked after you advised me to lose weight instead of lipo would you consider providing Aquilix? Um, um, you know what? We're not really very. Um, we're, we're mainly surgical. We're mainly surgical. That's what I do. And I'm. Uh, would I consider doing Aquilix? I would consider stuff, but I've considered a lot of stuff, and I need it to be give predictably good results that I know I can get with surgery. And I know non-surgical is a huge field and I know that I should probably get into it more. I'm very aware of that. And I um, would like to get into non-surgical more, but I find it a struggle to um, resolve myself with the fact that it's all quite expensive. It's quite expensive for me to buy this stuff and therefore it's quite expensive what you have to charge the patients getting on for surgical prices and I know patients want it because it's not surgery and they don't, you know, they don't want surgery if they can. I mean, I wouldn't want surgery if I could have it in a non-surgical way. But the um, the results in, I don't know about Aquilix, but the results with a lot of the things that I've seen have been a bit subtle for the price that, that they're expecting us to charge, which has put me off. But I know a lot of people are doing it and I'm probably um, in the minority. I really want lipo, but I struggle to lose weight. Yeah, well, losing weight and lipo are different things. You need to seek help on weight loss. Lipo is not a weight loss tool. So um, I don't know how to do that, though, GP. That's something we could get in the clinic. I think that would be good, some kind of consulting in terms of weight loss. That would be uh, – we looked at that years ago, and that would be something that would be good. But, uh, yeah. Um, 
after eight and ten stone loss, you need everything. Exactly, Zoe. It's almost Stuart there. Yes, yes. Uh, can you now request prices on your website? Yes, you can, Stuart. Yes, you can. You can request prices on your website. Set that all up. Uh, Donatella, I need to see you. That will be July, I guess. Yes, we're, we're planning on July, mid-July, Donatella. Uh, but as I say, can't guarantee it, but we're just giving people dates. And that's when we're doing those dates for... I understand. Thank you. I'll call Nicola for posting late. Do that, Donatella. Call her tomorrow. She will be delighted to hear from you, and I hope you're well, Donatella. Let's get the waves going on on the Instagram. Um, Stuart, um, definitely so much loose skin and fat that won't go no matter what I try. That's the problem, Stuart, weight loss. So especially significant 10 stone. I mean, that's madness. Yeah, you will need that. A surgery, unfortunately, is needed. doesn't matter how fit you get, how much weight you lose. The skin just doesn't recoil once it's been stretched. Um, what about fat transfer to make chest yo know, help to find a chest? And do you put it under or over the muscle? I don't do that, Stuart, in men. I know people do, and I know people do pec implants and do fat transfer to the to the chest. I don't know people in this country do, but I've seen people overseas do it and get some impressive results. But I don't do it, Stuart. Um, I don't do it. I don't do uh, fat transfer to the to the, to the chest. Um, but if I did, I'd put it on uh, over to the top of the muscle. I'd put it over the top of the muscle. But I, um, yeah, it's a male fat transfer to the chest is not something that I do. Um, oh, here we go. Yeah, also the same question. Yeah, same question. Uh, right. Okay. I caught up. Cheeky chops. Just as I caught up. With thigh lifts, is there any way to have it in the crease of the groin rather than all the way down the thigh? Yes, there is, cheeky chops. Oh, it says I've got one minute 54 remaining. Right, I don't know if I can come on and come off again. I've got one minute 50 remaining, countdown. Um, yes, you can. There's two ways to do thigh lifts, cheeky chops. One is the, the, the crease in the groin, which is possibly and probably more common. And the other is all the way down the medial aspect of the thigh. In my experience, the, the one in the groin doesn't give a very good lift. Anyone who needs a thigh lift, when you grab the fin, the skin, it's in the circumferential direction that there's too much skin. And you grab it, it's like the cylinder, you grab it and tighten it. It's not in an up-down direction. When you make this, this incision in the groin, you're pulling up in an up-down direction. So it doesn't give you a great lift. Plus that incision in the groin can be uncomfortable. It might not heal properly because it's in the groin and it can drift down and it can cause issues. So in my experience, and this is just from my experience, I don't like the incision in the groin type thigh lift. And I think the best way to do a thigh lift is a straight up and down incision. But I understand that's not for everybody because that's a big scar, can be unsightly. People don't like the look of it. And that's I totally understand that. But it, I just don't like it's a bit like the Aqualix question. I don't like not giving a really great result. And I, and I think I, that's what's happened when I've done the up in the groin thigh lift. And it's just my experience and my in my hands. So with 35 seconds remaining on Instagram. So what does that mean? I've got unlimited on here. So I might come off and go on again. Shall I end and start again? So Instagram, guys, I'm going to end and come on again. End. It's going to work. Share to story. Should I share to my story? I don't know. Your story. Your video will be available soon. Um, anyway, let's do another question. <laughs> I've lost Instagram. What about Trav? Um, thank you for your advice and always the entertainment. Oh, God, is that what it's become? 
Does this become an entertainment show? My wife warned me about this. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I can't go live on Instagram now. Oh, dear. It's supposed to be medical actual help. Pip, come on, Pip. What you got? Is there any reason you wouldn't do a mummy makeover, please? So, for example, would a patient having a secondary augmentation with uplift along with tummy tuck cause a patient to be a higher risk? So is there a time limitation on surgery, please? Thanks. No, Pip. There is no real sort of time time limit on um, surgery. <laughs> um, there's no time limit on surgery, Pip. <laughs> How do I do a star live video on Instagram? You can share a live video to collect your followers. Tap the photograph in the top left feed or swipe right from anywhere in the feed. Swipe right. Oh. Oh. Um, oh. Back in the room. There you go. So um, back in the Instagram live part two. Uh, question from Pip here. Uh, hi, Cindy. Pip says, is there any reason you wouldn't do a mummy makeover, please? So, for example, a patient having a secondary augmentation with lift, along with the tummy tuck, cause a patient to be a higher risk. Is there a lot of time limit on surgery? Not really. A lot of people ask about time limits on surgery. I mean, obviously, shorter the better in terms of surgery. You don't want to have long surgery if you can avoid it. And the less time you're under anaesthetic, the better. And a mummy makeover is quite a big operation. Now, a mummy makeover can cover a spectrum of procedures. So you can have a mini tummy tuck, you can have a full tummy tuck, you can have a 360-degree lift. So you can have, you know, tummy tuck surgery, which is smaller and a tummy tuck surgery, which is big. And similarly with breast, you have a breast augmentation, which is, you know, not that big, whereas you can have a breast uplift and arm implants, which is what you're talking about, or a breast reduction, which can be much bigger operation. So, you know, if you combine two bigger, two of the bigger operations, then you're getting into big surgery. But certainly, you know, done cases where you've done 360-degree lift and, you know, breast reduction or breast lift with implants, which is sort of top end of, of the, um, of the time, um, or of the, you know, the length of time, but you can do surgery for a long period of time if, if needed. Um, so it's, it, the thing is, Pip, it's a discussion with you, the patient. There's no, it's not an absolute contraindication. So it's not an absolute, no, we're not going to do that. It's because it's unsafe. It's a discussion with you, the patient to say, look, this is going to be a big op. It's going to knock you back massively. It's quite a long anesthetic. You might want to consider staging it and just having your tummy tuck and having your uh, augmentation with lift at a, at a different time. Now, you might say, well, that really doesn't suit me. I want one recovery. I understand it's a big deal and there's risks and what have you. I'm happy to take that on, in which case we'll go, okay, well, then that's fine. Or you might say, you know, um, you put for a video tomorrow. There you go, Terry. I'll see you tomorrow. Um, um, so yeah, you might, so that's, um, yeah. So there's no absolute contraindication to having a mummy makeover, um, but the bigger the surgery of each of the tummy and breast thing you're having done, it is going to make the surgery longer. So you might want to consider having it staged, perfectly reasonable to stage it. Having my FDL tummy tuck, fleur de people, that is, okay, um, which is the sort of inverted T, a year ago, you've changed my life. Look at that. Wow. That's what we want, Cinny. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I came back to Instagram. Look at that. I wish I could heart. Can I heart that? If I start touching it, it's gonna. I'm gonna end up. I'm gonna end up blocking you. So thank you, Cinny. That's good to hear. I think they do. It's a life change. A tummy tuck is a life changer, especially a fleur de leaf. It's quite a big one. Well done, Cinny. Thank you. Kind words. 
Um, where, what are we doing? Where am I? Where am I? Pip done it. Stuart, do you know a good medical tattooist in the Nottingham, Nottingham, Nottinghamshire area? I need nipple tattoo. Um, I know, I know a, a medical tattooist. Um, I don't know if you, Stuart, can you message me? Message me on Facebook because my secretary, well, I got a ball bit under there. I think it's just grey, isn't it? Mm, just grey. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Seeing that live on TV. Right. Okay. It looks like a ball bit. Yeah. Um, Stuart. Yes, we do know a good medical tattooist. Message me because I will. Um, Sally, my secretary, knows knows has got the contact details, and we'll send you the contact details. Um, having my FDL change a year change, I had it with Mister Khan. Great clinic and great care. Nice one. Um, he's a legend. I think my flanks need more taken off, though. Yeah, well, the flanks often will be um, liposuction, Cindy. Um, that might help with the flanks, but yeah. Come and see us when we're back. July, maybe we're saying maybe mid July, but I don't know. I feel like everyone's got their hopes on mid July now. I'm going to get in trouble. God, if it's not mid July, I, we're just guessing, guys. We're just making it up. To be quite honest with you, we're just hopeful. Um, we're just educated, educated guess, not guessing, educated. You know, well, here's a guess. Um, I had a tummy tuck 12 years ago, which is fine, but since then I've lost my weight, four stone. Wow. Now the top of my tummy is a roll. What can be done for that? Well, um, you know, you, if you've lost a lot of weight, which is what we wish you have, because you lost four stone, you can have another one. Uh, you can have another tummy tuck, you can have a mini tummy tuck, liposuction. But certainly, yeah, another tummy tuck, if, if you've lost that much more weight. Uh, Bobby Jane, yeah. Zoe, no, you are helpful, but that's such a funny guy. Yeah, well, I'm trying to be professional, Zoe, believe it or not. Um, yeah, you wouldn't think it. Um, I think I'd rather have a surgeon like you than a boring one. <laughs> okay, thank you, Stuart. Thanks for your confidence. Um, Joe, I've heard of body tight liposuction. Yeah, me too, which apparently tightens the skin as well as removing fat. Do you offer that? No, Joe, we don't um there's quite a few uh liposuctions that say they're gonna they they cause some kind of some kind of skin tightening um where they deliver some energy to the fat usually ultrasound or laser and uh we don't offer that but yeah they sound good and uh if they look like they're getting good results and it might be something especially for the tummy because i don't find something that uh, liposuction to the tummy is very good because it doesn't uh, tighten the skin so um Again, it's a bit like what I was saying earlier about the non-surgical stuff. Often, I think the results that I've seen have been a bit marginal. And um, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's worth it. Um, I'm not saying it isn't worth it. I'm just like, I'm not sure if it's worth it. So, but it's up to, you know, the patients to decide whether they think it's worth it. Because often we have patients coming asking for these technologies and they often sound good and look good and they have glossy advertising. They have lovely pictures, often like cartoon pictures of how the skin gets tired. But actually the results sometimes are like, I don't, I'm not talking about body tight in particular. I don't know, but often the results are a bit like, you know, I don't know, is it that, you know, is it, is it is it actually 
but uh, so that's why I don't. But you know, that's where I am on that. Pip, perfect. Thanks. Yeah, thank you, Pip. So um, right, I'm on to my questions. Where am I up to? Where am I up to, guys? Removal of implants. We've done that one. Traveling to the UK. This is going back to someone who was asking earlier. Um, Hello, I, I know you do not recommend traveling outside of the country for surgery, but here's the problem. I've done research to find plastic surgeons nearer to me, and quite frankly, nobody's work looks as good as yours. I'm not making this up, guys. I'm not genuine. This is genuine. Uh, the closest country to me is the Dominican Republic, but I do not want to be botched. Her words, not mine. Oh, it's gone off. Uh, with that being said, I'm 18 and around 10 pounds overweight for my height, so I have a lot of work to do. There are also financial implications because of this COVID-19 crisis. Um, so I definitely see you guys as being my option in the future, especially because I've got family members in London. If I were to travel from the Caribbean to the UK for surgery, how long would I have to stay? So, um, I mean, the number one thing uh, that says at the beginning of the email, I don't recommend people come to the UK for surgery from the Caribbean um, or from not necessarily the Caribbean, from anywhere. But sometimes you do get people who say, look, everyone, you know, goes away. No one has surgery in this health service, wherever it may be. Um, and so I feel uneasy, to be quite honest with you, with people who want to have surgery with me who live far away. And that goes for people who live in Essex and people who live in Edinburgh, for goodness sake. You know, I um, oh, oh, Chelsea, I've just seen your question. So, you know, we get questions, we get um, inquiries from one of the country. And I've got to be honest, I I do say, you know, it's better to go local, um, even if whether in the UK or if you're in um, if you're in the Caribbean. But in answer to the question, I would say two weeks. <laughs> if you are going to come to the UK, I would say two weeks. Uh, you know, one week you'd have your dressing. What is the surgery? Do we know what the surgery is? She hasn't said, has she? I'm assuming it's not like a tummy tuck. Um, you know, I would say two weeks. Uh, you don't really want to be doing long travel in an aeroplane. It increases your risk of DVTs, increases your risk of complications. And if you go home and you have any problems, which you may well have uh, two, three or four weeks after surgery, I'd say to you, come in and we'll have a look at it. And you're like, I'm in the Caribbean. Obviously, we can do stuff by virtual. We can do and I can maybe communicate with your doctor in the Caribbean, you know, and if you need antibiotics or what have you. But it is not ideal. And I see the other side of it when people have lived in the UK and go abroad and then, um, you know, and then need help. So um, I don't recommend it, but it would be something that could be done. But it's and, and to in answer to the question, two weeks is where you'd um, where you'd be on that. There you go. Love your chat with Adrian Richards earlier. It wasn't earlier. It was yesterday, apparently. Um, was it yesterday? Or was it earlier? Yeah, it was yesterday. That's why I'm on Instagram now, because I'm on Instagram live. I normally do a Facebook live every Tuesday, but I'm on Instagram now because I did one with Adrian Richards yesterday and I thought, this is it. I'm going to get onto Instagram. I'm going to do dual. I'm doing dual Instagram and Facebook. And oh my God, I haven't looked at what's happening on Facebook. And I'm, I'm, it's not, to be honest with you, it's not going as well as it could go, but we're getting through this. And I've just seen a question which I'm not going to let go. Chels, how do I find a good breast surgeon? I'm glad you asked me that. What's this? Hello, a book about how to find a good breast surgeon. Who's the author? Yeah, that's right. Is it backwards? It's backwards, isn't it? Oh. 
I don't want to make it the right word. Anyway, it's me. The author's me. Okay, I've written a book. Chelsea, I've written a book. I've got a whole pile of them over there. In fact, they're going. They are going, Chelsea. You get them free from my website, never accept a lift from strangers.com. $12.99 from Amazon or free from my website. I say free, it's $3.99 postage. So it's not really free. But um, yeah, and never accept a lift from strangers. How to find the best plastic surgeon for your cosmetic breast surgery. That's a book that I've written. Uh, but I'll I'll um I'll praise it for you, Chelsea, so you don't have to read the book. Fully trained plastic surgeon is probably what you're looking for. Look for someone with FRCS Plast after their name, FRCS and then P-L-A-S-T in brackets, not just FRCS, FRCS Plast. You can go onto the GMC website and uh, if you know their their um, uh, GMC number, we're all encouraged to give people their GM, our GMC number. Look to check on specialist register for plastic surgery. That's what you're looking for. Um, it's not enough just to be on the GMC register. You get that very early on in your training. So you need to be on the specialist register for plastic surgery. And if you can find someone who is a breast reconstructive surgeon in the NHS, then then um, that's probably your best bet. Although in terms of breast augmentation, a lot of you don't necessarily have to be a breast specialist to do breast augmentation. A lot of plastic surgeons will do um, breast and tummy tucks and, and what have you. They can be all sorts of uh, um, specialties in the NHS. Um, breast reconstruction is if you have an asymmetry or if you have issues, then really you probably do want a specialist breast surgeon. But um, uh, but yeah, just look for a fully qualified plastic surgeon. Probably the easy thing is to look for someone who is or has been an NHS consultant plastic surgeon. Then you're probably pretty safe. But if you look for FRCS Plast after your name, after their name, that's where you really want to where you want to be. Um, yeah, we say, oh, we've got some waves coming in, waving right back at you. I'm not sure what this waving stuff does, but I'm doing it. Uh, turning the book. Yeah, <laughs> huh? you like that? That is pro. I've got a book there. And oh, actually, oh, you normally it's in the background, Natty. It's normally in the background, but I haven't, I haven't got it in the background. But still, because I've had to, put, I've had to angle everything. But anyway, um, that is advertising. Yeah, you're welcome, welcome Charles. Yeah, FRCS Blast. Um, you're funny and fam. Is everyone like you at the surgery? Yeah, they're all like that. I'm, I'm actually trying to give a. This is trying to be a professional thing, but anyway, well, I'll take what I can get. Um, yeah, we're all, and someone earlier was saying they're going to be anxious about coming to this clinic. There's no need to be anxious. There's nothing, there's nothing that happens in the clinic. It's just, we have a chat like this basically. Um, so yeah. Right. Crack on, uh, body type done it. Have we done the book? No, you're helpful. Uh, I've heard a body type. Do you offer that? Perfect. 18. And want surgery yeah that's the point Stuart. 18 i didn't say that did that that person in the caribbean is 18 a bit young isn't it yeah i don't know if she's uh, yeah that's the other thing to say if you're 18 that's a bit crazy to come from the caribbean for surgery yeah sorry i was asking i was answering mainly the caribbean question rather than the 18 question but i'm 18 yeah mm. um so now, last question of my preordained ones. Uh, you'll be pleased to hear. I'm checking my, I'm checking my notes. Uh, can I? I've had a breast enlargement uh, uh, by yourself in 2013, and now I have had a baby from for a month ago, and um, breastfeeding. I have some concerns. I'd like your advice on. I live in Sweden and not able to visit the clinic, but is it totally safe to breastfeed with implants? Is there 
if there is complications, would I notice it, such as lumps? At the moment, I have extreme pain in one of my breasts and is very red and warm. Doctor here thinks it's due to the breastfeeding, hence why I'm a bit worried. So, yes. So this is, so I'll answer the core question and then I'll answer the specific, specific for you question. So the core question is, is it okay to breastfeed with implants? And the answer is absolutely yes. It is absolutely fine to breastfeed with implants. There's no problem with that. Sometimes people worry that per, there's a potential for silicone getting into the breast milk and the baby ingesting it. But the baby will ingest minute particles of silicone from the teat of a, of a bottle that you give them the milk in. So that's silicone teat as well. So there's no harm in that. So it's fine because um, the silicone is medical grade silicone and it's not a problem um, because they suck on silicone teats. So uh, there is absolutely no problem in terms of breastfeeding if you've got implants in. Exhibit A. Exhibit B, the second part is, it says complications, would I notice such as lumps? Well, yes. I mean, the thing you've got to worry about, the main thing you've got to worry about with breast implants these days is the ALCL, I guess, really, that, that cancer. Although it's very rare, it's something to worry about. And it's a lump or a swelling. It's pretty obvious. It's not subtle. It's a lump or a swelling um, sometime after having breast implants, usually eight to 10 years. So you're, what, 2013. So you're, you know, seven years so you're around that time. So just look out for a lump or a swelling. To be honest, we'd say that to you anyway, and I'm sure you would look out for a lump or a swelling anyway. And the other thing, I guess, is capsular contracture, hardening of the implant. Nothing to worry about, but if it does happen, something you might want to think about having your implants changed if that happens. And again, that's usually five or 10 years after surgery. Now, specifically what you're saying here when you've got extreme pain in one breast and very red and warm, now that to me sounds like mastitis. So if you're breastfeeding, sometimes you get inflammation of the milk ducts and the mastitis and a localized infection in the breast. So that sounds like what's going on there. So I think you should stick with your doctor and you probably need to be treated with antibiotics um, because uh, it sounds like you've got a localized inflammation and possible infection in that breast. So uh, that's probably mastitis and needs, needs, needs looking at and needs treating just like you can get without him. That's not the implants. That's just, you know, infection in your breast, which you can get with any um any time you breastfeed so yeah um, Stuart's in Stuart you're on form tonight wait till you get to 40 need all the help you can get is my advice to that girl yeah oh Stuart I wouldn't know wait till I get to 40 yeah I wouldn't know Stuart yeah 40 yes how old is it yeah well 40, I wish. Right. I'm at the end of my questions. I'm at the end of my tether. Uh, I've successfully done a double, oh God, put my hand over, double Instagram, Facebook, first time. Uh, let it go on the record when I'm when I'm famous. This was my first Facebook, Instagram broadcast. It is the 12th of May, 2020. Um, and um, I'm very, very impressed with the Instagram uh engagement very impressed i thought there'd be nothing there who knew it would be better than the facebook in term not an engagement facebook that's facebook there but in terms of audio video and all that sort of stuff because we had some issues on the facebook let's be honest with ourselves we had some issues we've got over that now and um you know the professionalism came through so i am at this point in time going to say to you good night facebook good night Instagram. Thank you all for coming. Thank you all for being here. And I will check out and I'll see you same time next week. Will I do Instagram or not? Can I face it? I don't know. I'm being very impressed with the questions. And obviously, my people need me out there on Instagram. So maybe I need to, you know, 
service my audience but um it was a little bit stressful but yeah so maybe i'll have a bash with instagram again next week so seven o'clock instagram people tuesday night at seven o'clock facebook people you know it you know it seven o'clock on tuesday night see you then good night Stuart. good night everybody and oh god what's pip pip pips in at the last minute what's your what interesting advanced plastic techniques are coming out please pip come on you know what pip they're at the you know what interesting it's interesting i see this a lot people saying this and that and this type of surgery and injection and filler and this and latest implants and latest that it's got a chip in it and all that when you look at it pip there isn't that much advance in plastic surgery techniques nothing's you know in a significant fashion um for some time there's been nuances but there's not been any huge advances and that's what i was talking about yesterday with adrian richards in terms of plastic surgeons and developed practices i think the places where we can really develop our practices is in how we engage with patients how we interact with patients how we treat patients how we look after patients i think that is where a lot of doctors could improve their practice much more so than nano textured implants than thread lift this and that and some kind of stitch barbed stitch and fibrin glue and all these little nuances that people use that make out as if it's going to be like you know the next big thing and you're going to transform your results and if you say to them look i want to see a result with a normal one and a result with this one and let me see a difference most of the time it's you know it's marginal so um so yeah so in terms of breast implants uh pip i think um i think the b lights are an advance and uh as i said before i was going to be talking about conical implants uh, in dusseldorf i think on the 24th of march it was supposed to be but that obviously that all got cancelled because they were going to launch uh conical implants conical shaped implants so i think that is 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 a significant advance um so i hope that will still well i think that will still go ahead i think they've rescheduled it for i don't know when but sometime later on in the year um yeah apart from that yeah that's it really no to be honest with you pip good get your questions in get your questions in definitely I am always up for a question. I'm always worried I'm not going to have enough. I'm going to tell you it's been great tonight, hasn't it? Been great. Bobby Jane, thanks for asking you, asking you questions. Never mind answering. One more. Sorry. I agree. Yeah, many as you want. Keep them coming. As long as they're coming, I'll stay. I'll stay. You go. You can go and do stuff. I'll wait. See if any questions coming in. Do a bit of paperwork. Any more questions? No, all right then. Right, in that case, I'll check out. But as I say, seven o'clock uh, tomorrow, um, Tuesday next week. See you then. Hopefully, I'll be able to update you more in terms of what's happening and getting back in. Donatella, give us a ring. We'll get you in. Terry, I'll speak to you tomorrow. And uh, if anyone wants to talk to me, I could do virtual. Con I should. I should. I should promote myself, shouldn't I? I do. Promote, I do virtual consultations. Bookable on my website and on Facebook. Actually, there's a book thing, book uh, book now thing. So, um, yeah. yeah, you can do that. Or you can message me on Instagram or Facebook if you have any questions, and I'll answer them next week. I'll answer them straight away, but I'll also answer them next week. So thanks very much, for everybody, and I will check myself out of here, and I'll see you the same time, same place. And thank you very much, Instagram, for being here. Facebook, 
free. Yeah, they're free, Stuart. They're free. <laughs> yeah, I had a guy who's got booked into us. I thought you had to pay. Yeah, I'm doing free one. Free, free 15 minute consultations. Is that what you mean? On the um, free 15 minute chats, and then you can have a hundred pound virtual consultation where we share screens and stuff. But usually to start with, it's a free, um, it's a free consultation to start with. Yeah, yeah, to have a chat, answer your questions, a bit like this really, but you know, one to one. So um, yeah, I'm going to check out of here. Good, good night, Facebook. Facebook's gone, has it? Have a question not covered in today's show? Then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.